I was just going to say, dad gave me that. We, we met halfway and did our little elbow bumps and he gave us a, that big old ham that he got uh, at Mille Lacs. Yep. I swear it was bigger than, it had to be bigger than my head. <laughs> so that's what we're eating that for <laughs> next week. I saw a picture. And then when you're almost done, make some ham soup. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Throw that bone <laughs> in some boiling water. Yep. Make some yep. hot ham water. <laughs> cheap meats. Hello, Buju. Welcome to Native Lights Bidapi. I'm your host, Leah Lem. And I'm your other host, Cole Primo. This is a podcast where we connect with the Native community here in Minnesota during the COVID-19 pandemic, providing connection in these social and physical distancing times. And today, we are chatting with <laughs> our brother, Bryce yeah, brother. Primo. And we are totally looking forward to this. Mm -hmm. He is a youth worker at the Division of Indian Work, and he's a Safe Talk presenter and is a house manager at his sober home. Just a few things. And in our longer conversation with Bryce on episode five of Native Lights, where Indigenous voices shine, Bryce talks about finding his purpose after his own experience with alcoholism and overcoming addiction and now using that experience to help others so he does all this stuff and we're just gonna catch up with him and here he is what's up yo bro Bryce, how are you doing very good very good uh, another day in uh shelter in place well can you describe your day yeah so on a day um i have been nap on nap off um <laughs> And I, um, <laughs> yeah, I've been taking more naps recently. But anyways, I wake up, I do a little meditation, um, I look at the news, and then I, I kind of... Uh, Have to do more meditation after that? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Recover from the news. <laughs> well, right now I have uh, somebody knocking on my door, and he's a resident here. Okay. But usually that's something that wakes me up as well. Um, I've been mm -hmm. really focusing on trying my best to stay in contact with the guys. Uh, we've been spending a lot of time together. So it's, mm -hmm. uh, you know, noticing throughout the day if somebody's behavior is different or if if their mood has changed. So, and then also looking at their room. So that takes the majority of my day. And then into the night, I kind of, you know, chill, relax uh, again. And, you know, I've just been trying to stay away from public areas as much as possible. If somebody goes to the grocery store, I ask them, you know, we ask them to pick up stuff for us and uh, so that multiple people aren't going and all that stuff. So, mm -hmm. and then I just, uh, I, I don't know, I, I'll play video games with the guys or, you know, or I'll play a little bit of guitar or, you know, of course, working with the youth uh, and then conversing with my uh, uh, colleagues at DIW uh, on, you know, three nights a week. So basically that's my day. And then I just uh, retire to my bedroom. <laughs> relax. <laughs> retire. <laughs> Gotta relax. Yeah. So we do talk about um, the sober house at length in the full on episodes of Native Lights. Could you just briefly describe the sober house and your role there? Well, I'm a house manager for Rejuvenate Homes. 
And my role here is to keep everyone safe, make sure that everyone's sober, um, and that they're following the, the rules of uh, the organization that I work for. And, um, you know, make sure everybody, um, you know, I have to bring my A game now. And so it's, uh, it's difficult some days. It takes a lot of uh, effort. And um, there's a lot of keeping track of, of everyone's emotions and all that stuff. So, and my house is a younger house too. So with the pandemic going on, it's, it can be a little bit different situation for the younger people. They want to get out and they, they want to, you know, be active and, you know, be in the community and stuff like that. So my role right now is to just make sure everyone's following the, the law, you know, the rule of uh, Minnesota shelter in place. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of responsibilities for the the house managers in St. Paul right now, St. Paul, Minneapolis. How are you doing? Like, you know, how are you getting through? Well, you know, at first I, I enjoyed the, the time off, uh, you know, the, you know, kind of relaxing and, and just, you know, taking it day by day, uh, meditation and breathing. But I do feel it as it continues to go on, you know, uh, week after week, it's just, uh, you know, it's really about, uh, for me, it's about talking with another person, um, getting my feelings out and, uh, also to continue meditation and, um, breathing exercises. I, I, I play video games, of course. Um, I've been playing more recently <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, yeah, I just, well, I have t- more time. Um, and yeah. it's, uh, I don't know, it's a healthy, you know, it's a coping mechanism for sure you know, do something that I'm, you know, I find to be a hobby and, uh, take that up. What are your uh, recent favorites right now? So strangely enough, I've been playing resident evil three, which is a virus outbreak. <laughs> so <laughs> I just finished that one. Not too long ago. The remake. Yeah. The remake. So, Oh, it's so good. Uh, yeah. You know, there's a, a <laughs> pandemic going on and I'm playing a video game. That's about yeah. it. <laughs> strange enough. Okay, yeah. Sometimes I have to ask, what? just because I don't play video games, I mean, except for Indiana Jones with Marvin on the Wii, but <laughs> what's the plot of Resident Evil? You, you're laughing about the yeah, similarities. But, well, an evil corporation um, develops viruses for military yeah. purposes, and, and uh, strangely enough, it, it gets released on the public, and people start turning into zombies, and and uh, yeah, so it's very uh, apropos to <laughs> but yeah, it fuels some Good stuff. Uh, conspiracy theories. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything. Uh, I just know there's a pandemic, and we need yeah. to be safe. Yes, so. <laughs> definitely. So, do you guys have like communal meals? Every Sunday we cook uh, meals for each other. You know, we've we've cooked jambalaya, steaks, burgers, everything. So I mean, nice. it, it, the the range is quite vast. We we do a whole bunch of things. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Is anybody in charge of that? Like, do you switch? We we have uh, actually we have a couple ex chefs in the house, and <gasps> uh, you know we have uh, 
I am an excellent chef too. No, I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> so no, uh, no, you are. You I are. know there's a picture of you somewhere <laughs> yeah. behind in a kitchen. Don't be too bashful in that. In a kitchen, yeah. <laughs> in uptown. Yes, as like nine years old with a little chef hat on, working in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, cooking for twelve people is, you know, it, it can be a, a you know, I, I like doing it, and you know, it's you get the guys together, and everybody's, you know, you're playing music and. We're having fun and, you know, we're laughing and joking, you know, it, it's really heartwarming to see and hear that, you know, people having fun mm -hmm. even during this time. And, and, you know, yes, that is around, uh, centered around cooking and, you know, built together. I know you mentioned jambalaya, but what other like good dishes, uh, have you made? And like, I don't know, is there something you like? Well, to make? I do. And, and I made, I think last week uh, I had a really good meal. It was a uh, ribeye with red potatoes and roasted asparagus. Um, so, you know, get some garlic in there, get some good butter, <laughs> whip it up. Bam. Bam. Yep. <laughs> Bam. So yeah, it was pretty, you know, it's pretty simple. You just turn the oven on and make the steak and put everything in the oven at, at the end there and, Get a good steak and asparagus mm -hmm. and go. potatoes. So. Oh my god, it sounds <laughs> so good. I know I love ribeye, and it hurts. It hurts my heart whenever I don't see it at the on the shelves <sighs> at, at the grocery store. Yep. <sighs> god, I might get some burgers after this. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> Need some kind of well. Meat. Thank you for chatting, Bryce. I don't know if Cole, if you have any other questions. Yeah. Are you playing Warzone at all? No, no. I just finished Metro <laughs> Exodus too, though. Oh, very nice. Awesome very game. Nice. Another oh. pandemic game, of course. <laughs> Jeez. Um, otherwise, I don't know. Is there anything else you'd like to sh you know share with us? Well, yeah. Um, just one one final thing. And uh, you know, if you're struggling in, in addiction, there are resources out there for you. Um, Minnesota Recovery Connection. It's a good thing to go to is uh, they offer a lot of free resources with pure recovery sports specialists. Um, of course, if you're um, in immediate danger, uh, 911, obviously. And, uh, you know, there are people out there who are really good people who know what you're going through. And uh, we, we want to help. And, you know, it's not a weakness to ask for help. It's a strength. Uh, and that's that's all I got. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, thank you very much. All right. <laughs> Glad we snagged you for this. Holy, holy. <laughs> All right. See you later. All right. Bye, bro. Later. Love you. Sweet. Totally. Not a weakness to ask for help. That's it. It's a strength. Totally agree. Let's emphasize that. Thank you, Bryce Primo, for joining us. And thank you for listening. Native Lights Bidapi is produced by Minnesota Native News and Ampers, made possible by funding from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Yeah, and if you'd like to help us spread the word about Native Lights, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public, and every major listening app, as well as minnesotanativenews.org. And if there's someone you'd like to hear us catch up with, please send us an email at nativelights@ampers.org, or find Minnesota Native News on Facebook or Instagram. Gigawabamen!